Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome to week 18 of the New York Jets on the Knicks Jets Etc. podcast. The season is finally over. It is, was it, week 36 of this horrific nonsense that we've got going on. Congrats to you. You've made it. You're (laughs) listening to us. You're a masochist just like us. You love pain. And speaking of pain, Greg, speaking of, I, I never thought my, you know, my philosophy major would come into handy at any single point in my life when it came to sports. But yeah. we're, we're here, man. We're here. We're in the prisoner's dilemma where you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't with these stupid New York Jets because we made a stupid decision in your estimation, two stupid wins this year. Uh, with uh, the Texans and the and the Washington R words for me, it was just a Washington win was terrible. Either way, the New York Jets are stupid, no matter how you slice it. And here we are. You either beat the New England Patriots for the first time in eighteen straight games, or you beat Bill Belichick. And supposedly his last season, which I'm telling you right now, it is not his last season. If you're a New York Jets fan, you're listening to me right now. No one thing. Do not get your hopes up even one penny. He's coming back to coach the New England Patriots. He just might not be the GM. He's coming back. He's not going anywhere. So forget all that noise. Greg, what do we do? Do the do the Jets win this game? Which they're plus two and a half here. It's it's basically a pick 'em game here versus the, the New England Patriots, and the Patriots are right now it's a number three seed. Or the Jets going to or the Jets going to win this game, go to the twelve seed, or they're going to lose this game and hang around the eight nine seed, maybe even hit the seven. Who knows? I've been saying it for three weeks now. We're going to be we're going to be picking 12, 10 to twelve. That's what it seems like we pick every single season. We're right there right now. Where what what are we third fourth? You know, we pick sixth every year for some reason. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. It's somewhere in that range. I mean, right now we're eighth. I think we're probably, I think, unfortunately, as the Jets do, as the Jets jet, I think we're going to win this game. I think we're going to win this game. I think New England's going to get Caleb Williams and they're going to have Caleb Williams for the next 20 years. 
How? Everyone who's been ch- clapping and cheering about winning games and all this stuff. Oh, it's good for morale. You know, we don't want Brees Hall to be in a locker room with people that are losing. You know, what does that say about the team? What does it say about the culture? Well, we're going to do a lot of losing when Caleb Williams goes to New England. Time out, time out, time out. The Panthers slash Bears are locked up into the, the first seat. Yeah, do you know who has the easiest lift to get the number one overall pick if they if they're trading it? The two seed. Oh, you think the, you think the Bears are going to trade down to the two seed? Could be. Sure. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's 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 a little down the road here, but yeah. I, at least for this week, the Patriots are not locking in the first seed, and Caleb Williams is the no. unanimous first pick. So they're not. No. Let's 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 not get crazy there. No, no matter I'm what, not, they're not, not locking saying, I'm definitely days. not saying that they could be the first seed. I'm saying they they would be locking in the second seed, and the team that has to trade the least amount of capital to get the first overall pick is the team that's picking second, which would be New England. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna be picking second. I don't think they'll be picking second. But yeah, right I, now they're I, second. I, right now they're second. Right now they're third. When I, the way I'm looking at it right now, it's strength of schedule. Yeah. So. I'm looking uh, at Washington. ESPN, holy guy, see New England second to last. But it could be based on this coming week's schedule. I don't know. So on Tankathon, on Tankathon, they have the they they the first tiebreaker is strength of schedule. So they have it here. Okay. And so their their strength of schedule is five eighteen and the Washington is five fifteen. It's the lowest wins uh with the teams you're playing. So Washington right now is ahead of them. Right now New England's picking third, but they're virtually tied, right? Washington, New England, and Arizona are, are all three, four, and twelve. Looks like Arizona has no shot based on strength of schedule to get ahead of them. Uh they're at five sixty two. Uh and do so you know if you're if you play a better team, does your strength of schedule go up or down? It's do you know do we know do we know that? Like if you play better teams, like Washington is playing Dallas this week. New England is playing the Jets, so Dallas is a better team than New England. So will Washington's strength of schedule move up to a higher number, or will it move down to a lower number when they play Dallas? That's a great question. I have no idea. Much like Pia said on part of my take, I don't know what any of these stats actually mean. I just know <laughs> what they mean enough to yell about them. Yeah, I just know. I, I look at a number and I know. <laughs> yeah. Usually, I just put it in the playoff machine. Yeah, and it tells me exactly what I need to know. Because that's what I, that's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah, like Washington. Washington plays Dallas. Arizona plays Seattle. New England plays the Jets. So, if a playing crappy team worsens your strength of schedule, you know, I don't know. It, that is down the road. That is down the path. That is in the weeds. Unfortunately, that's where we're at as Jets fans. Because I don't know what you want us to do. Hey, do you want us to handicap the Thursday game against Cleveland? We suck. We know they're going to throw the ball to the tight end. We know they're going to throw the ball to the running back. The joke who had two hundred yards. Joe Flacco looked like he was twenty three again, throwing bombs, getting ready for a deep playoff run. Jerome Ford had two passing touchdowns. Like we just know these things now for twenty years. For 10 years, John and I have known each other. For five years, we've been screaming about it online. We just know what's going to happen, and for some reason, the Jets just cannot stop it. So that's my handicapping of the Cleveland Browns game on Thursday night. We got our abs, we got our asses kicked on prime time again for the 100th time in the exact way we know it's going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. 
There's no players you can sign. You have the, you could have all pro defensive players all over the field. For some reason, the tight end is going to get 200 passing yards. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know how it only happens to us. Tight ends suck across the league this year. It's the worst year for tight ends in the league. But yet, we just allow a 200-yard receiving tight end every week, it seems like. Yeah, but we don't know what we're talking about, though. We have no clue. Yeah, so, I mean, if we can't guard a running back out of the backfield, for as long as I live, I'm not going to be 1% shocked. Yep. So, yeah, that's just where the Jets are right now. We're getting into the weeds here about the end of the end of the the draft order here. The, yeah, the truth I, of the yeah. matter is, what's up? I really do think the Jets win this game. I really do think New England locks up the second overall pick. <laughs> I mean that that is the that is the worst possible case scenario. Yep. And again, <laughs> if we lost to Washington, we would have the second overall pick right now. Just Washington. I was saying Washington and Houston earlier, but now looking at Tankathon, if we lost to Washington, we would have... Fifth. Why? Because we have six uh, wins right now. We have six wins, yeah. We'd be, yeah fifth. we'd be fifth right now, which is a nice spat. Which is a nice spot, Much better spot than we're at. We're looking at where you're looking at a you know, premier t- a left tackle to block for Aaron Rodgers, something we all know and need at eighth. Uh, you know. yeah, so we're at eighth right now. Or- we're at eighth right now, and we control our own destiny for the eighth spot. We're, we're on an island in the eighth spot. Yeah, true. <laughs> we lose this game, we're, we're guaranteed to be in the eighth spot. All right? that's, that's, that is the floor. Yep. You end up, a couple things happen our way. Now it's fan fiction the other way for me, Greg. Mm-hmm. Listen, Tennessee has a big game against Jacksonville's Derrick Henry's farewell game at home, Vrabel. He's trying to win this football game, and it looks like C.J. Beathard is the quarterback for Jacksonville. Yep. Tennessee has a shot. They have a shot. Chargers. Now that's coming back to bite them. If they end up winning this game, Chiefs are benching everyone. Easton Stick at home. Interim head coach trying to win some games. That win versus us might come back to bite them, and then now the Jets are smart for the first time in their life. Even though that yep. game drove me nuts. That game drove me absolutely wild. And by the way, Look who's seven and nine right behind us. The Las Vegas Raiders team that yep. beat us game that I was very upset about. So just those couple of games that do flip, you know what I mean? And Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta Falcons right behind us. Seven and nine. Again, game that drove me insane. Again, we win those games. We're looking at playoffs. We lose those games. At least we're ahead of them. Like that's, yep. that is the silver lining. We are here. So they did have some good things, some silver linings this, you know, this year. And, and, you know, in the offseason, we we will talk about the positives from not our offensive line, maybe a little bit like uh, Tittman. Uh, there you go. That's that's talking offensive line. But other than that, we'll talk about the positives from our offense and from our defense and the negatives and how we're going to move on and what the contracts are as offseason goes on. Yeah. But that's for now. Man, if Tennessee just beats the Jaguars, the Chargers beat the, you know, the Chiefs that aren't showing up, just those two things happen and we lose our game like we're supposed to, we could end up being the sixth seed. That's that's two offensive linemen going top six is it would be a crazier deal than anything, especially with two quarterbacks already. I mean, I, I, that would be that'd be a wild. And Marvin Harrison is definitely penciled in for a top five pick. Yeah, so that and if, if you're adding three quarterbacks, Marvin Harrison, and then the two offensive linemen right away. I mean, sure, but that's yeah. that would be a wild. That would be wild. I can't so. imagine right. I also can't imagine no defensive guy is going to go there. So yeah, it's there's, that's a lot to pencil in those top five six picks. 
So we can get if we can get the sixth pick, the Jets are sitting pretty. Honestly, sitting yeah. pretty. They're pretty. We're getting the scraps. We're not getting our choice of who we get, but we will get something. Okay, Greg, let's let, let's pivot a little bit here because I was I was thinking today, and honestly, it, it was a lot about how you were right. I wanted to tell you on this podcast because I appreciate that. I'm a little worried about how the Jets are going to deal with this offseason. And it is week 18, but I feel like this is an appropriate time to talk about it. Because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go all into the mist. We're gonna all, all oceans eleven each other as soon as this last game's over. You know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna yeah. reconvene. And I'll see you in April for the draft and we'll just twelve <laughs> it up. Yeah, we'll be recording episodes, but just for the most part, the Jets fandom, right? We have the we have the New York Rangers who are killing it. We got the New York Knicks who are making nice trades and, and, and doing something in the Eastern Conference. Like there's plenty of other things to think about right now. Yeah. NFL playoffs, right? Like whatever. But here's the thing, man. Robert Sala, Nathaniel Hackett, Joe Douglas are all coming back next year. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers. They all, honestly, including Aaron, are on a one-year playoff mandate deal. They all are. Yep. The problem with that, Greg, is when you operate like that, when you operate with no future... It tends to be like what's the word like satisfaction now pay for pay for the long term loss later and it and ends up and the problem is it also ends up building pressure for now mm-hmm. and this boomer bust it's just more likely to bust in general right like it's just you know the odds of it just in general are more like sure. now 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 add the New York Jets in there right? yeah. that aspect and then add the new offensive line aspect in there and it's really you know subject to bust. More likely yep. than not, at least. So my worry is, and going into this offseason, right, because this is all my friends are talking about now, right, is right, we're all upset about Joe Douglas, right? Saffold's now going into a playoff team. We cut him, didn't play second. Dalvin Cook being cut, he's going to the Ravens, you know, didn't play second. So now we're now we're thinking, what's going to happen this offseason? Are we going to trade featured picks for a win now? Are we still, like, trying to build? Like, what's your, what is your philosophy going into this offseason? Again, before we know exactly where our draft pick is. But I think consensus is we want an offensive lineman. Worst case, we get Marvin Harris. I think that's what the consensus is, right, for, for, for the draft. So let's just operate with that mindset. Like, what's, what's your, what do you want for the, for the Jets to do this, op, this, this? Obviously, we know we want offensive linemen and stuff. But, like, how do you want them to operate? Do, do you want them to trade future picks? Do you want them to keep trying to move contracts, restructure? Because they're, they're already biting us in the butt. Like, CJ Uzama is on this team next year. Like, whether we like it or not, we restructured him last year to move yep. money. You know what I mean? So that's the, that we, we took that boat. We were all okay with it last year. Now you're upset about it. Too bad. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. I, I'm kind of I'm wondering what you, how you want to operate here. Uh, going to, like, we have a philosophy with the Knicks, for example, where you're happy that we have a bunch of draft picks and we're still continuing to build, right? Like, what how, what do you want this Jets team to do? When we see Aaron Rodgers, we see that everybody else is on a one-year deal. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Dude, I think um I think it's going to be contrary to what 99% of people are going to say. It's definitely contrary to what YouTube or YouTube Twitter, Jets Twitter is going to say. I think Aaron Rodgers said it best. R E L A X. Like just relax. Just chill out this offseason. Don't go crazy. Draft offensive linemen, sign offensive linemen. The team is set. The table is ready. The food is out. We are good to go. The guests are here. All you have to say is, let's eat. Like, that's it. Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt. None of the conversations we're having this whole season for the last four months happened. Like, it's such a two roads divided that it's like, why are we going to, why don't we just hit a time machine and go back to when Aaron Rodgers was healthy and we just pick up from where we left off. That atmosphere in that stadium was something unlike anything I've ever seen before, watching from home 200 miles away. Like, let's get back to that. If we get back to that, all we need is a healthy Aaron Rodgers. The team is set. Like, we have all our young pieces. The defense is still going to be great. We're going to need to sign some pieces here and there. But, you know, don't go crazy and draft... Rock Bowers in the first round. Like we don't need any of that stuff. Like just calm down. Draft. We can't. We draft. can't draft the tight end. We can't yeah, because like, we have Ozama, Conklin, and Rucker already on the they're books. Not going anywhere. They're on the so, books. Yeah, unless we trade them, and even then, it doesn't help us. So, yeah, it's 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 draft two offensive linemen in this draft. Draft a couple other pieces. Don't trade anything. If you get a good trade, you get a good trade. But like, so are you? Are you? You know, you, I don't think I don't think we have to trade our third round pick, our fourth round pick, and Zach Wilson for Devonta Adams. Forget forget Zach because Zach is going to get traded for a sixth round pick. We're all going to cry about that later, right? But, but I'm I'm talking about like, are you trading next year's second for Devonte? Probably. Okay, so you are kind of sacrificing the future. And if our book. Second round, if it's just a second round pick for Devonta Adams, yeah. Are you? I don't, think it, I don't think it would be. I think it would be much more than that. They traded two firsts two years ago. Yeah, but he's he's, he's a little bit older. Yeah, two uh, years. his contract is worse. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, we'll, that's all true. We'll see. And, okay, would you give him a first? Just one first. Yeah, one first next year. Yeah, next year maybe. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean by sacrifice the future. Like, are you are you pushing your money it. all in? Where honestly, if we if we if it falls on our face and we don't 
and we're not successful this year, like say we lose in the next year and we lose in the first, second round, whatever, like we might suffer. Like the next yeah, four or five I'm years. The, I'm, the, the draft picks are one thing because, yes, you're losing out on capital and you don't know who's going to be available when you would be picking there. But the money thing is what scares me. Like moving all the money around and extending people and dead years and dead cap and all the stuff. Like I don't want to get in a situation that the Rams are in or the Saints are in where it's like we just can't sign anyone for the next three years. Like I don't want to do that. Like I'm not that all in on this whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Like the Aaron Rodgers thing is a shot in the dark. It's an experiment. It's trading for a 40 something year old quarterback. Yes, it's the best quarterback we've ever had as a Jets fan in our entire lives. And I want to see him healthy. I want to see him on the field. I want to see some of that magic we saw in that one drive of the preseason. That's all we got from him. But, you know, after next season, if we win a playoff game and he's like, yo, I'm out, like I can't keep doing it, okay. Then we have to get back to doing something. You know, if he gets us two or three years like he says he wants to do, that's incredible. But I think there's a 10% chance that that happens. Yeah, I'm just I'm just worried about the mindset of everybody being on their last year and us kind of mortgaging the future. But then again, I kind of want to mortgage the future a little bit. Or yeah, I don't I don't think we have to keep going all in. I don't think we have to keep mortgaging the future over and over because it's not like we have Patrick Mahomes, where it's like okay, we have 20 years of this dude. Let's try to win something right now. And then we'll take us three or four years to rebuild, but then we'll rebuild. Like we'll do the Tom Brady thing where every six years we're competing for Super Bowls and we're trying to get three peats off. Like we don't have that. We have one chance to win one time and that's going to be it. So, okay. Here's a, here's the other thing. So this year you keep saying draft offensive lineman, draft offensive lineman. We have yep. the first round pick, a third round, two fourths. We have Denver's and yep. the sixth round. We, that, that's, that's the only picks we have this year. Yep. If you keep saying offensive lineman, offensive lineman, I mean, we still need a safety. We still need a yep. nose tackle. We still need a couple wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Are you drafting a quarterback at the end yep. here? Okay. No quarterback. No. I don't see the value of drafting a fifth round quarterback. Sixth round quarterback. Even the kid from Tulane? Nope. Michael Pratt, I loved you. You were great to bet on. I would rode the green wave. I was all for it. He ain't doing it in the NFL. Jaden Daniels gets to the third round. That's something I would think about. Jordan Travis, sixth, fourth. Yeah, yeah, I would think about all those things, but all those things aren't going to happen. I don't, I don't, I think, I think Jaden Daniels is a first round pick. I think Jordan Travis is a second round pick. Jordan like, Travis think, with, his, with his leg, you think second round? Yeah, I think it's just a, cl- I think it's a clean break. It's not an ACL. It's not like a, it's just a clean break, broken leg. He's going to be back in. I'm sure he's walking around on it now. Penix, first round? No. Penix? Fourth round? If you're Third. on Jets Twitter talking about we should draft Michael Penix, <laughs> you do not watch college football. You don't know college football, and you don't know NFL drafts. You're just, oh, I like this guy. This guy looks good. I watched two games. This guy looks good. He's 24. He's torn his ACL twice, <laughs> one in each leg. We're going to draft a guy that has two blown ACLs. He stinks. He's playing okay, good so this season. It's a sixth year. No, he played good last sixth season. season. He's 24 playing against 19-year-old kids that don't know what they're doing. He is going to stink in the NFL. Anthony Richardson is 22. 
Like <laughs> these people that are drafted high are young prospects that have played well for their age. They haven't been in the college game for six years. So you're taking Penix in the fourth? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not taking anyone with a draft in, with an injury history. All right. All right. So no quarterbacks for Greg. Offensive lineman only. Offensive lineman in the third and the first and the fourth. Draft your safety or your nose tackle in the third and the fourth. You're good to go. Sign some wide receivers. Sign a wide draft a wide receiver in the fourth or the sixth. Whatever you want to do down there. Six round, six round wide receivers don't. Yeah, and then sign sign a wide receiver in the offseason. You have Alan Lazard in the books. Go draft T. Go sign T. Higgins or whoever else you want to be the true wide receiver too. Alan Lazard will be a three, like he's always should have been. Don't forget, yeah. we still have to we still have to sign our kicker and punter. Yeah, yeah, and figure out stuff in the offseason. Like safety is going to have to be a draft addressed in the offseason. Like just what's going to happen. Ashton Davis, Tony Adams, whoever Tony Adams it is, on the book. bring back Whitehead, like whatever it is. Well, Tony Adams is the only one on the books. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be some combination of those guys. You know, I've liked Whitehead. I think Whitehead's played well. If we can sign him and keep him, that'd be great. Um, I don't know. I forget who the guy was that we signed who didn't even get to get on the field. He's been out all season. Chuck something or other. Chuck Clark. Chuck Clark. He's a I don't agent. know if we. I don't know if we sign him and bring him back. No, I, you know, I'm not yeah. sure. Everybody else is a free agent. All right. Well, this was the most depressing week 18 episode ever. We're just kind of. Uh, I'll, I'll, dep- I'll depress you one last time because it's a dark thought. It's a deep thought that I had this week. And I'll leave you with this to think about and toil as we get ready for this final Sunday game against the New England Patriots, which I really do think we're going to win. I think it's it would my only Christmas. Be right. It's my it's an orthodox Christmas. I'm not. I'm. Hoping to not watch one single second of this game. That's my that's my that's my Christmas wish. All the talk about Robert Sala and all this stuff, his coaching staff. They go out there, they beat Belichick for the first time. Possibly Bill Belichick's last game. I know it's not really, but just the storylines for a couple weeks. Um, I think that'd be very Jets and very fitting. This was the season to win it all, John. This was it. Nobody got hurt on this team. You look around the league and you look at all the teams. Besides Aaron Rodgers and besides the offensive line. But that's it. Yeah. Every skill position is healthy. The whole defense is healthy. Everyone is healthy, John. You look around the league, what's Baltimore, what's uh, B- Buffalo's problem? The defense has been decimated for the whole entire season. What's Miami's problem? Their defense is getting decimated. Their offense is getting decimated by injuries. All these teams fall off. The Bengals... Lost it because one guy went down. We lost it because one guy went down. I get that. It just this was the season. Like so many teams have so many injuries. I'm just so scared in future years that Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthy, but the injury bug comes from one, comes from all. It's going to be there. And it just drives me crazy. I'm happy that everyone was healthy this season, but it just drives me crazy that. If one injury didn't happen, I really do think we're in the playoffs right now, and Easy. we're not even concerned about the first round. Like we're we're talking about like what's the path to the Super Bowl type stuff. And I, I agree, just, but it was more than one injury. Like the offensive line injuries did hurt, man. Like Aaron, how long was Aaron Rodgers gonna last with Billy Turner and and Chris Glazer? 
Like he would do better. He would yeah. do better. I agree, but it's it's still how long would he last? Like he's gonna get hurt. Like yeah, but you don't know how healthy hurt. those guys would have been with Aaron Rodgers back there. Like they they might not be running around yeah. as much. They might not be yeah. putting put in as many true. awkward positions. You just don't know. Yeah, and that's true. It's just, it's just for it's me. Just for the whole, I get that dark thought. I get that dark thought, Greg. But honestly, man, I I feel like the Jets have an excuse this year. Like they have an excuse, yeah. and this is the last time. That's it. With this regime, it's the last excuse for them. It's the last excuse for Aaron. Like if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt again, guess what, dude? It's over. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if the offensive line gets hurt, if ABD gets hurt again, dude, it's over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. It's there's no more, you know. There's no more. And on on even more positive, yes, I agree. Thank God, Brees Hall and Garrett. Williams. I know you don't want to say it out loud, but thank thank yeah. God, Brees Hall. We know, we know the made it through. Thinking, yep. But yo, you know what they say? Brees Hall is coming off an ACL, and they say that year two is when you, when you get your wheels back. You see, I mean, three, I'm excited for year two. Not making the Pro Bowl. I'm excited for year two, Brees Hall, man. Yeah, I know this was year two technically, but. I'm excited for year two off the ACL. And it's I'm true. excited for Garrett Wilson, man. Garrett yep. Wilson with Aaron Rodgers. I think now he's uh, cemented himself, as sad as that is, into the Jets Hall of Fame uh, for wide receivers, you know, the second consecutive 1,000-yard season. And honestly, I think he's going to start having a say. Yep. Like, even like the QB2, I think he's going to have a say. Are you sure? Like, so, you know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll talk to you in the offseason. Enjoy yeah. this crappy game. This is going to be 18-13 Patriots. What do you got? Oh, I think it's 27-13 Jets. That would be disgusting. Trevor Simeon scoring 27 points in Foxborough versus Bill Belichick would be honestly the craziest thing the Jets have done this year. Straight A up. couple dumps off to Brees Hall. Brees Hall runs it for 50 yards. Garrett Wilson breaks one for 60. You never know. That doesn't happen, though. Even when we score, it's always defense gets a turnover and we're in position. Yeah. Special teams does something, we're in position. It's never a 50-yarder. Yeah, it's Brees Hall's like, long runs are like 30 yards for a touchdown. It's crazy. But it's true. I just I just hope he... I just, honestly, I just hope that Brees and Garrett don't play this week. I know it's not yeah. going to happen. I just, I'm nervous about this week. I just want this week. I just want this season to end. All right. Talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll see you in the offseason. Let's go Jets. (laughs) Please lose this freaking game. (laughs) Please, God. Let's go Patriots. (laughs) I love you, New England. Let's go. Let's go. You see Tom Brady's tweet? He's the man today. That lighthouse is awesome. I love the lighthouse. Yeah. Shout out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 